You're listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Kitsy, and with me once again is the untamable Caleb Coy. Hi. Hello. I don't, I don't know if that's a reference to my wild personality or just my, my hair getting longer and crazier or... Can it be both? It could be, yeah. Kitsy, hi. Hey, I haven't seen you in a minute. I feel like it's been even longer than it actually has been, but it, yeah. it, it still has been a while because uh, you and Andrea went to Fest. That's right, we did. How the fuck was that? Well, it was Florida. <laughs> uh, no, Fest, Fest was awesome. Um, I, I can say without, without uh, any doubt, this was the best Fest I have ever attended uh, for me personally. Um, how, many, how many Fests have you attended? Uh, I think this was my fifth one. Okay, wow. And most of the other ones I had, a, I had a pretty bad time. None of them are the fault of Fest, of course. Right. Um, just the fault of my own self or the people I went with or, you know, whatever. But uh, no, this one was great. If I had made it to this one, it would also have been the best Fest I ever attended. But that's, that's true. I've never been. <laughs> well, next year will be the best Fest you've ever attended. So That's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Uh, if, the, if the lineup is half as good as this year's. Oh, it's, um, it certainly is bound to be but i know that uh, last week we, we released a, or two weeks ago i guess at this point last week for for us in in recording time uh we released an episode about some, some highlights and whatnot but just a quick recap for the listeners what what uh, you know what went well what didn't what uh what what were your in in infest no that that would be a bad word uh, <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna try to portmanteau fest and impressions and it came in, you turned into infestations, uh, infestions didn't it? <laughs> infestions, and infestions, that's just, yeah. That's not only not a word, but it sounds like a bad it word. It sounds bad, yeah. Infestions sounds bad. <laughs> sounds like a thing you don't want. Um, so I'll give you my fest impressions. Uh, no, fest, fest was cool. We met a lot of cool people. Uh, we met a lot of cool bands and vendors. Uh, there's a dude there in Gainesville that does uh, coffee. He's a coffee roaster, and he Yum. did like some fest specific bands. Like there was a cat bite blend, which I bought. Um, That's cause, awesome because cat bite rules. Hell yeah, and coffee rules. And I'm gonna drink it while I listen to cat bite at some point, um, <laughs> which was really cool. Uh, we we had a table at the flea market, and we talked to a lot of people, handled a lot of stickers. So hopefully, hey, if you're listening, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, uh, super stoked to have you here. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, we were, we were stationed, uh, our table is between, uh, Feed the Scene and, uh, oh God, what were they called? Out of Harm's Reach, I think, Neat. something like that. They were, they they were a harm reduction, uh, organization based in Gainesville and they were giving out like Narcan and hangover kits and stuff like that. And that was just, they were really cool. It was, we were surrounded by really good people and that was, that was fun too. Right on. That's um, so cool. That was so cool. And then the the highlight for me though was Catbite got to they were one of the mystery bands and they played uh Bo Diddley Plaza, which is the big main stage at Fest. Uh they got to play that Sunday um pretty early on in the day, but we actually shot that entire set um and got good like a good board mix uh from that. So that's gonna be up on our YouTube channel soon. Nice. Um that was super fun to to get to see them play like a big stage like that and just really own it. Um, yeah. They, they were, they were wild. And of course there was a, uh, Saturday night, there was like a power block of, uh, guilt followed by gully boys, followed by a band called freezing cold, who we were not familiar with, uh, before fest, but became very 
quick fans of. And then Bakai capped that night off. Hell and that yes. was that was just a, a rager of a night. Um <laughs> that that set was wild. Uh they they closed with a bikini kill cover. It was just uh it was so good. That sounds like a really good time. Uh, I wish I had made it. I I wish you had too. Hopefully next year we can get more of the Left the Dial crew down there. Um we have some some I'm scheming some big things I, I want to try to make happen, but I don't want I don't want to say anything yet on the podcast because I don't want to jinx it. But all right, I, I'm scheming some big things for us for Fest next year, and hopefully we can make them happen. Uh, but yeah, and then just then there was just a lot of driving because we drove we drove to Florida. Jesus, yeah, and <laughs> and then we had to drive so back. Uh, and, and then you know, four days later we drove to Baltimore to do uh, screaming females. We we did a live stream for them. Oh God! I forgot that that was something you had to drive for. I was thinking that, that was a local thing. No, no that was Baltimore. You're so beat up right now. Which I mean, in, in all fairness, after driving to Florida and back, Baltimore was like next door. So, um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that went really well. Um, it was not an official left the dial uh, production because they actually did it through their band camp and they're going to own own the footage and everything. Uh, we just we were the the contracted crew to do it. But uh, all the feedback, I, they they tweeted asking people how it was, and all the feedback was like it was the best live stream I've seen since COVID, and awesome. uh, you know the sound was great, which made me feel really happy because that was my job, yeah. and uh, yeah, and they were they were delightful to work with. They were super cool, um, super friendly people. Everyone, at, it was at the Auto Bar in Baltimore, which uh, Caleb, I don't know if you've ever been or if you've ever played there. Um, I haven't. I've heard of it. It's it's, I, it's a cool venue. I I haven't been in a while. I used to go down there for shows when I was uh, like a, in high school and and you know shortly after high school, because um, you know bigger shows wouldn't always come to Central Pennsylvania where I was, and sure. you know Baltimore was just about as far from me as Philly. So uh, I would go down there for shows, and I'd seen some shows there, and remember you know liking the venue enough. But uh, after talking to some of the people that, that, that work there, and I found out it is a uh, woman-owned and majority woman-run venue, which I did not know. Fuck yeah. Which is super cool. And everyone there was just, like, super friendly and super helpful. Like, you know, you know, Caleb, you've been to, like, venues where everyone's just a dick yeah. and no one wants to help you and you're in everyone's way and they're just pissed off that you're there. No, not these folks. They were so friendly and helpful and kind and welcoming and... I really can't say enough good stuff about about the auto bar in Baltimore. So if uh, That's awesome. if you are in Baltimore and somehow don't know about the auto bar, uh, definitely check it out. Um, if you're you know if, if you're thinking about going to show at the auto bar, definitely do it. They were really cool about the uh, the COVID stuff too, the mask uh, mask uh, enforcement and whatnot. They were good about and nice. making sure people were vaccinated and everything and. And everyone that came to the show was really cool about it. No one, as far as I know, like caused a big stink about it. Everyone was just like, you know, let's enjoy the music and just keep each other safe. It was just a good vibe all around. Yeah. I mean, it, looking at photos, it looks like kind of just like a, a classic dive bar with a, a stage. But like also scrolling through all of the live shots, they're just... They're, they're they're not pigeonholed into like a genre. I can see like just yeah. looking at photos, not even hearing the music. I can tell that they will they will have any style, and I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, like yeah, that's kind of the way that it should be. You wouldn't expect a, a venue to service exclusively you know a one or like a few genres, but sometimes that happens. It does. It does, and that's and that's okay too. But 
I don't know. I was just, I was very impressed with the auto bar. We're going to try to link up with them and do more streams from the auto bar. They're set up really well for it. Um, they've got a good internet connection, which as we know is critical for live streaming. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they've got like the, the way the bar is set up, there's like a raised area in the back. So we were able to put like a camera up on a tripod in the back with a, with a person back there. So they got like a really good, like wide shot of the stage without having to like try to get up over people. Cause they were just already up on a raised area. It was just, it's, it, they're just really set up well for it. Uh, and it's a, it's a great room. And everyone that works there is great. So I'm just, I'm so happy that we did that and that we got to do it and hopefully we get to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so awesome. I'm glad to hear that that, that went well. Yeah. Uh, but Caleb, that's what, that's what I've been up to. Uh, yeah. what, have, what have you been up to? You've been busy too, haven't you? Oh, well, you know, I've been, I've been busy. I, I had you know, fairly recently started a new job, new schedule, whatnot, acclimated that. Of course, tons of podcast stuff. Uh, we're, we still hit, we just recently hit the, uh, the 200 episodes and, uh, never heard of it. And we're, we're still going strong there. That's um, awesome. I am, am helping out with uh, me and behind the scenes with some stuff coming up for the the storyteller series, which we're so Ooh. fucking stoked to have our new showrunner uh, Megs uh, on board for that's that. That's right. And that's right. She's going to be fully taking the helm. I think uh, next month it, it will be her first like full on like solo flight. So a lot of awesome stuff happening in that. And uh, you know, I to be perfectly honest, uh, as much as I very much missed our, uh, our our evenings together both uh, yours and mine as well as uh Wednesday evenings with with Andrea doing second edition one uh i definitely took some time to just like extra time just to chill the, oh good good last uh, a week or so and uh, yeah, that that was nice so some catching up and and still trying to reacclimate myself to this weird schedule uh but in doing so uh, I realized this morning that you know, we we hadn't we hadn't made a selection for today's episode, and I knew that you were going to be uh, pretty beat up from you know, all the travel and all the, the excitement and whatnot. And so I was trying to think of what we could do um, without it, <clears throat> without it being like, oh, let's just you know pick this this one old band that, that we both knew. I wanted to, I wanted to keep it kind of fresh, uh, and as luck would have it. I stumbled into something that I think is going to, I hope, is going to be really cool uh, that that I want to do. Something a little bit different. Uh, while I was reading uh, news stories this morning, I, I came across a headline on beyondthestagemagazine.com. Okay. Five rappers to introduce you to the world of emo rap. Emo rap. Emo rap. That That is the, that is the headline. I did not know that that was considered to be a genre. Oh, I did uh, not either. Hearing those words, I have some some preconceived notions of what I think this will sound like. Uh, but I have uh, I've read through the article. I have not listened to the tracks yet. I do not know any of these artists. I have no idea what uh, what I'm getting uh, getting into. But uh, Kira and uh, if you ever hear this, I apologize. I'm not going to try to to butcher your your surname, so I'm just going to leave it off. But Kira over at uh, Beyond the Stage uh, has curated a very interesting uh, list and. Yeah, you know, we're we're gonna go through it, but just for for some some background, you know, please go read the article and you know support journalists. But uh, we'll of course the, link it in the show notes. Yeah, of course. Uh, but the the, the opening paragraphs I, I think are interesting. Uh, in the world of hip hop, a new subgenre has emerged in recent years that can be identified as emo rap. While the roots of this genre lie in melancholy lyrics and somber beats with heavy bass, the artists propelling this forlorn genre possess immense talent in the exploration of life's most painful moments. Often pulling from elements of R&B, rock, rap, and metal, emo rappers have cultivated a unique musical style that is only growing in popularity amongst their listeners. 
linking these rappers to the equivalent of punk rockers in the rap world, the Wobegon resonance, the, the language in this article is fantastic. The Wobegon resonance uh, present, with, present within their music appeals to both the dejected and the musically diverse. If new to the world of email rappers, here are a few of some of the uh, foremost artists to follow and further dive into this genre. So reading that, yeah, okay, I'm right. hooked. Let's let's learn about email rap today. I, I want to know what emo <laughs> rap sounds like. So, what are we gonna hear first to uh, to find out? Yeah, so we're gonna hear the song "Lucid Dreams" by Juice World. I still see your shadows in my room. Can't take back the love that I gave you. It's to the point why I love and I hate you, and I cannot change you, so I must replace you. Oh, easier said than done. I thought you were the one listening to my heart. And that's uh, capital W-R-L-D, all capitalized, no O. So just for the sake of finding Juice World's uh, 
music out there in the the wide world of the internet. <clears throat> now, uh, a couple things uh, to point out before we get into the track itself. Uh, Juice World is one of the many artists throughout time that uh, uh, passed way too young. Uh, as an artist who, who was up and coming and died at the age of 22. So Damn. we're not going to get new music from this person. And uh, I, I definitely find myself appreciating learning about like someone like this um, and wishing that like I could hear more. Uh, so that said, lucid dreaming, uh, of course, is the the state of dreaming, but being awake enough to be aware that you're dreaming and be able to kind of control. And <clears throat> I love that imagery for this song uh, because it's it's very much a, it's a heartbreak song. It's a you know the breakup um, you know the um, you know, what comes after you know, separating with someone that you, you thought was really special, uh, you have a fairly common thing with, with theme with any songwriting, but mm-hmm. pretty well known for, for emo. In fact, I, I feel like for the longest time, any song that seemed to be, uh, remotely about, uh, love and loss, regardless of genre was just slapped with the label emo. That's, mm-hmm. that's a whole, uh, episode in itself. I think we could, we could talk about that. I'd rather not, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think the decision to pop, uh, this under a subgenre of emo rap makes a lot of sense when I listen to it. Yeah. So, go ahead. Uh, that's all I had. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm just I'm your hype man for this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually have heard this song before. Oh, really? Uh, and I did not realize until uh, it got into the um, into the chorus. Um, the the lines I still see your shadows in my room. Can't take back the love that I gave you. It's to the point where I love and I hate you, and I cannot change you, so I must replace you. Oh, easier said than done. I thought you were the one listening to my heart instead of my head. You found another one, but I am the better one, so I won't let you forget me. Uh, those lines immediately jogged a memory uh, of actually being in a lift ride and hearing this song and thinking, this is really cool. And I probably shazammed it or like maybe just like my phone has a, like an active listening thing that will tell me what's playing just you know in, in ambient in the background. Uh, and maybe I saw that. So uh, I just didn't file away or never came back and listened mm-hmm. to more. But like, as soon as I reckon, as soon as I heard the song, I realized I'm like, Oh shit, this is the song. And it's really good. Uh, there's the, the, the main instrumental hook is this little finger picking acoustic riff that almost has like a Latin feel to it. Uh, that's just repeated through it. But then there's just these huge, um, bass drum and bass guitar parts that just mm-hmm. really like fill out the space because it's a very sparse it is. Uh, song otherwise but then the bass hits and it just suddenly fills the room so to speak met- you know metaphorically uh and i i just it gives me chills and <laughs> uh now i'm really excited for the rest of this playlist and uh really excited to learn more about juice world I noticed a couple interesting things about the video that I, I'm I'm trying to understand the significance of. Okay. Maybe you picked up on these or not. There were a few parts, a few select parts where the lyrics were like subtitled onto the, the screen, but yeah. only for specific lyrics and only at specific times. Like in that chorus, the 
the first time he, he did the chorus, the I Cannot Change You, So I Must Replace You was subtitled, and then it wasn't again for the rest of the song. And yeah. so I'm wondering, like, why certain lyrics and why at the times they were done, like, that's just, that was an interesting thing. I've never seen that before. Yeah, I don't know. I, like, the, the video is super, like, cinematic. Like, yeah. it's it's like focusing on a character from a story that's going through this experience mm -hmm. uh and kind of <clears throat> hinting at you know the 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 you in this song you know, being the you know, i don't know what the the love interest i don't know who it was um it was me yeah it was you oh, oh. that song's about me i don't know if you knew that so you did know this song after all <laughs> yeah uh but yeah I don't, I don't know it's it's a it's a really cool um Really, like really well shot video. There's a lot of like uh, interesting tricks with light and smoke uh, to kind of create this the 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 sense of him being alone. Yeah, uh, with the way that the like the spotlight is shining down a, a, on him, but like he's kind of in shadow. Ah, I'm getting chills again. Uh, there's also some really cool stuff that you would expect in like let's say a, like a, a pop punk emo song there's some like callback vocals that are like really subtle in this mix mm -hmm. uh but it's like, they had a, a really cool effect to it uh and then just some of the 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 vocal hooks uh and the the way that like some of the lines are repeated uh feel like they would be right at home in just like a a, a big catchy pop punk song and so i'm Oh, I'm pumped about this now. Like I, I was intrigued, but now I'm excited. <laughs> now, one more thing I'd like to talk about with this video, and then we can move on to the next track. Yeah, is, of course. Uh, a lot of the video is just him, a, a close up of his his head as he's singing, but he's. It's like there, there's a hole in the floor cut out in like a carpet yes. floor that his head is sticking up through, <laughs> and it's. I don't know what that's about either. Uh, that there are definitely some parts that look a little drug trippy, like yeah. the ones where like his his head's sticking up through the floor, but then like his neck is stretched out and yeah. <laughs> I just I, I when I see stuff like that, I always wonder is like is there a significance there that I'm missing, or was it literally just like hey, you know, it'd be funny as if my head was just coming out of a hole in the floor. I always wonder that. Like I try to to figure out like is this just you know artist's vision for a video, or was this uh the you know the, the the songwriters like actual mindset kind of brought to life and, and and put in visual form and sometimes it's pretty obvious and sometimes it's just not at all in this case i yeah i don't know it's a mystery to me well we'll never know yeah well one name that you might uh, immediately uh, call to mind you being the just general you and, and maybe you specifically kitsy uh if you think about email rap uh could be as someone who's who's really uh kind of come out strong on the scene recently and that's machine gun kelly with uh, <clears throat> tickets to my downfall uh a record that i went into wanting to hate mm -hmm. for no other reason just that like i didn't i didn't think that it could be good but it's really fucking good. Hmm. And to the point where like, I actually kind of get upset about how good it is. 
um, and I bring up Machine Gun Kelly because Machine Gun Kelly uh, guests on this next track that we're going to talk about, which is Sick and Tired by Ian Dior. I've been losing my mind trying to figure it out, but I'm stuck in a drought. I guess I'll start again. I've been losing my mind trying to figure it out, but I'm stuck in this house. Lately I know I've been a punk and I need to sober up Double cup it got me stuck, I think I'm losing it It's every time that I've been getting stuck Still a line inside my head But my friends that they've been dead since I made it out It's every time that you cross my mind Remember the times but I know that you won't ever change I'm not sober enough, sick and tired of love If you draw that line, babe, I hope you know I'm crossing it I've been losing my mind, trying to figure it out I snap the opening Lately, everything I say You just tell me it's wrong I told her I won't be here long I can't hold it in Every time you cross my mind I burn another memory To keep yours inside I saw us drown like high tide And everything is nothing If you're not here tonight Scooby-Doo ending, isn't it? <laughs> so Scooby-Doo. Uh, so for, for, for those of you listening, uh, <clears throat> one of the reasons that I encourage going to the, this article, in addition to supporting the, the journalists who wrote it, uh, was that they embed videos for each one of these songs. So we're going to be referencing the, the videos as much as the, the songs here. And uh, this one is pretty brilliant. Uh, very like <clears throat> haunted house sci-fi, a little bit of Twilight Zone-esque uh, vibes at, at times. But then, yeah, it, it ends with a Scooby-Doo style chase scene with uh, a person in a T-Rex costume chasing the musicians around the house. <laughs> and I'm still laughing about it. <laughs> also, uh, I think that was Travis Barker on the drum kit there. At 100% was. Uh, Travis Barker drums uh, with Machine Gun Kelly, which is uh, arguably one of the reasons that record is so good. Um, there you go. And th- this actually... Uh, for anyone who maybe has not yet listened to Tickets to My Downfall. Uh, that would be me. Like, if you like this song, you may actually find yourself appreciating that record. Uh, the Tickets to My Downfall, the Machine Gun Kelly stuff is more uh, pop punk, 
with like some elements of hip hop. This is definitely a hip hop song with elements of pop punk, uh, but you know they meet kind of in the in the middle. Uh, but yeah, Travis Barker drumming in addition to some uh, some electronic drum loops throughout you know, more of the the first half. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly playing guitar on this. Uh, there's this really like f- light. Um, um, like repeating loop of a of a you know electric guitar lead, kind of similar to what we had with the the picking acoustic part in, mm-hmm. the, in the first track, <clears throat> but uh, kicked up a little bit here. Uh, and yeah, this it just it has vibes of being more of a, a pop punk style song. And I am realizing that I have I, I haven't heard this song. It's not going to be this thing where like I suddenly realize that I actually know all of these songs. And you know this was a you know a pretense or some shit like. Um, but I, I'm realizing that I have heard more songs like this recently, uh, but never really put it together that mm. it was considered to be a distinct genre. Yeah. I uh, One of the things that, that kept kind of looping through my mind as, as this song went on was how you could take the rap elements out of it and put any band mm-hmm. from like mid 2000s warp tour <laughs> and and have them play this song and it would sound like they wrote it like it was it, it's it, it's very much an emo song and then they yes. they added a lot of rap elements to it which i mean yeah emo rap there you go um and I, I love that uh ian looks like he's got a, a very like cure-esque vibe to his yes. uh, aesthetic uh, but then has like natural hair and it works so well with that Robert Smith look. And I just, I, I, I love it. It's seeing, it, seeing that the, the music that, that influenced us still having that, that kind of influence on, on younger artists and crossing genres and like, like surpassing people's expectations is never going to be anything but thrilling to me. I agree. It's, yeah. it's cool. I, it's cool. I want to go listen to more Ian Dior right now, but, uh, well, we you can't more, because I we can't. have to take a break. We have to take a break. We have to take a break and hear from our sponsors. And then when we come back. We'll talk about a few more songs from this really cool list that Caleb found. So stay tuned. The storyteller series brings you full cast audio productions of short stories. I'm the host Megs. And each month, we'll bring you a brand new story performed by talented voice actors, interviews with great authors, and exclusive print edition stories. Listen wherever you enjoy podcasts. Catch us on Twitter and Instagram at NSR Storyteller or at nightshiftradio.com. The Storyteller Series. All-time radio, rebooted. Action stations, action stations, set condition one throughout the podcast. I'm your host, an SC1 actual, Caleb. I'm your host, an XO, Kitsy. I'm your host, Andrea, and I don't know what any of that means. Welcome to set condition one, a Battlestar Galactica fancast. Each week, we revisit, and I watch for the first time, the 2004 sci-fi series Battlestar Galactica. Whether you're the commander of a soon-to-be decommissioned battleship, or unexpectedly promoted to president of the 12 colonies, join us as we make our way through the Battlestar Galactica universe, one episode at a time. I still don't know what you're talking about. Set Condition One, a Night Shift Radio production. New episodes every week at setcondition1 throughout the podcast.com. Now that I understand. 
I sold my soul to the devil for designer. They said go to hell, but I told them I don't wanna. If you know me well, then you know that I ain't going 'cause I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna die young. The city of angels where I have my fun. Don't wanna die young. When I'm gone, remember all I've done. Uh, we've had our fun. You're still listening to Left of the Dial. I'm still Kitsy. Caleb is still untamable. Hi. Hi. Sorry, I was reading something. I, I got distracted. You can't tame me. I know. <laughs> I've tried. Can't, you can't hold me down. Can't be done. I've tried many <laughs> times. Uh, and we're still talking about emo rap. A thing yeah. I did not know prior to recording this podcast existed. Yeah, same. Uh, well, I, I guess I knew prior to recording this podcast, but... I didn't know prior to this morning. Okay, yeah, okay, prior to this morning, because you did send me this this morning, and I said, cool, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, for, for anyone who may just be joining us halfway through the episode, uh, please take a moment and learn Which, how Which, why are you doing work. that? It's, it's a po- Yeah, it's a podcast. <laughs> Go back to the beginning and start from, like, you don't have to, it's not. But if somehow you did, like, you know, maybe maybe you walked into the room and your, your friend was listening to this, and now you're intrigued, you want to know. Uh, we're talking about a, a great article on beyondthestagemagazine.com uh, called Five Rappers to Introduce You to the World of Email Rap. And uh, we're picking back up with, with something that I, I think, it, it's not that I don't think it fits with the rest, uh, because, I mean, you know. I don't know that because we still have two more that we haven't even listened to. Uh, but also, it, it does fit, but it definitely stands out as being different stylistically. And you know, so far, all three of these tracks have. You know what? I, I am going to take just a moment and and segue back to that I was talking about earlier. How the the concept of emo uh, is really just a label that's kind of slapped onto almost almost any genre if uh, if the mood is right. Um, and it definitely feels like that's being applied here, and that's not a that's not a diss at anyone. It's that's you know that's carrying on the tradition. Uh, these these songs are not all, in my opinion, uh, the same style at all. They they fit well within the genre of hip hop, but then they also do uh, they 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 you know, branch out into to other musical styles. Uh, this is a very upbeat, kind of bouncy, happy song, and. Uh, the, the artist, uh, of course is, is 24 karat golden, uh, t- spelled 24 K 
G-O-L-D-N, if you're looking it up. And the track was called City of Angels, uh, which is, of course, referencing Los Angeles in California of the United States of America. On the uh, planet Earth. On the planet Earth, for those who may not be aware. In the Milky Way Uh, galaxy. In the Milky Way galaxy. uh, I don't know. There's there's more. In the universe. Uh, There's, we were, was it the the Magellanic Clusters? Uh, We're part of a cluster. Of galaxies. Oh, I wouldn't know anything about that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so apparently 24 karat golden uh, is known for more uh, high energy, uh, upbeat, uh, happier songs. Um, I'm going to have to look this up. Uh, apparently, even if... Uh, uh, so I am going to quote here from the... the uh, article. Even if you're not actively aware of this other talented young rapper, you probably know his song Mood. So if you liked this, or if you're thinking like, where have I heard this guy before? I guess look up the, the track Mood because you might already know it. It might be a situation like I had with uh, Juice World, uh, where maybe you were in uh, in a rideshare and, and heard it and, and didn't even realize, but you were digging it. You were you were bopping along. I don't know. Uh, but this one has a, a very particular. Uh, clean guitar sound that, uh, that that triggers sense memories for me, but I can't place exactly who it musically reminds me of. Same. Okay. <laughs> yes. I. You know. I. I. I don't think this is right, but my mind immediately went to Everclear, but I don't okay. think it's actually Everclear. I think it's just someone who reminds me of Everclear, and then my brain went to Everclear. Definitely, very much in that uh, in that era, and uh, like in and around that yeah. style. Yeah, like, like it's a adjacent. band you would have heard on the radio before or after an Everclear song. Yeah, yeah, but and I can't place it. It it's the the riff sounds like this guitar player probably plays a lot of ska in their free time, but oh, this track th- this track specifically didn't call for a ska beat. It was just more of a do 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 do. But like, I can just I can almost feel the guitar player's arms wanting to do instead. Like I can feel a potential energy there that's that's not being converted. I used to have this thought in my head of you know how a lot of hip hop is known for artists really like hyping themselves up, talking about you know getting the good life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and you, that, that gets parodied and mocked and whatnot a lot. But like, honestly, like I have no issue with it. I think uh, you know, a lot of times it's just fun. Cause it's just like, here's all the dope shit I have. And like, you know, maybe you do too. I don't know. I don't know your life. Um, but I, I used to have this thought, like what if there was a, a rock band that only wrote songs from that like perspective? I wrote about like all of the, the, the good things that, Happened to them, all the, their fame, success, wealth, and you know, there probably is, but like, you know, this is young, naive, not very well versed in the world, me that had come up with this idea. Uh, fast forward decades at this point, uh, this track really is that to me. This is basically a, you know, a, a low key rock song that is just like, you know, my life is awesome. Uh, you know, and people tell me that, like, you know, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go to hell or like, oh, you know, talks about making a deal with the devil. He's like, but I'm not going to go because I'm not, you know, I don't want to die. And then just talks about how great his life is in LA. And I'm like, yeah, all right. I'm here for that. <laughs> so there's another thing that I've been kind of thinking about as we've been watching the videos for these tracks is uh, music videos have always been for as long as I can remember, uh, you know, they're, you know, there's some that's just like, 
the band performing, or mm-hmm. like sometimes mm-hmm. it's just lyrics or whatever. Uh, but it's always been a medium that has been used to to uh, present an artistic vision or like a cin- like a mini film, essentially in a lot of cases. Uh, but I feel like you know, we saw a lot less of that when music videos were just kind of always were were ever present. I'm mm-hmm. thinking like early days of MTV when they played music and VH1 and the box and all of these things like the box. Uh, yeah. I feel like there was, there was a lot of performance uh, videos or a lot of a kind of hybrid, like maybe the artist singing for a bit and then like two people acting out the sequence or whatever. But like, I feel like we see more like truly cinematic, uh, like they're, storytelling they're like little movies in, in modern uh, videos, which I think, it's really interesting because because we don't like just sit down and uh, you know sit down at dinner and there's a, a TV on above the bar or whatever that's playing music videos or you don't t- turn on VH1 at home and and just watch music videos in the back or whatever like that's not a thing anymore as far as I know. Um, you really have to go and like seek out mm-hmm. an artist's music video. Like I probably if this. Um, article hadn't hit my feed this morning i probably would never have seen any of these videos and i definitely wouldn't have it's it's both a shame that like like so many people are would miss out on like the amount of art that goes into but also it's really cool that uh artists uh, and the, the whoever makes the 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 videos as well are coming up with these really really great like well shot gorgeously uh scripted like little little pieces of cinema and putting them out there in the world and just like fuck i hope somebody watches this yeah really sort of thing (laughs) as opposed to like you make it because you know it's going to get into a a rotation and then you hope it gets popular enough that it gets on the countdown show or whatever like no like people have to know about this and share it and go like actively seek it out and like I love the more I learn, like how much of like how, like how many bands are still doing this, and I, I've I've remarked on it before that it felt like it was a, a dying art for a while, but it doesn't feel that way anymore. No, it doesn't, and that's kind of cool. Yeah, you know what? Maybe the kids are all right. Maybe the kids are all right. Maybe they'd be even all right without me. Well. We might be able to find out if the kid Leroy is all right without you, because we're going to go ahead and listen to the track Without You by the kid Leroy. I hate you so <laughs> Come on, that was good. That was pretty good. You cut out a piece of me, and now I bleed internally. Left it without you, without you, and it hurts for me to think about what life could possibly Can't believe that you would have believed me. Fuck all of your reasons. I lost my shit, you know I didn't mean it. Now I see it. You run and repeat it. And I can't take it back. So in the past is where we'll leave it. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, can't make a wife out of a hoe. Oh, I'll never find a word to say I'm sorry, but I'm scared. To be alone. You cut out a piece of me and now I bleed internally left it without you, without you, and it hurts for me to think about what life could possibly be like without 
actually smashed a whole ass cake in his face. <laughs> well, it seems like he showed up uninvited and uh, I, and unwelcomed. I I think what happened is that he showed up for his own surprise party with a date who wasn't the woman who the song is about. And I don't think that she knew the, <laughs> that, that they weren't together. That's, no. that's the impression that I got. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I didn't like this one. So yeah, uh, th- this is this is a low light on the list so far for me. I I didn't dislike it. Uh, there's a, a couple of a couple of things that I I, I found uh, unenjoyable about it. I mean, f- first of all, get out of the way. The the line can't make a wife out of a hoe. Like fuck that. Like get out of here with that shit. Um, but also, dude, looking like he's straight out of the cast of Boy Meets World is really <laughs> throwing me. <laughs> yeah, he's got some big Sean vibes, doesn't he? Yeah, and like I, I, unless I know, kids, I know that the center part has been making a comeback, and I know that y'all think it's cooler than the side part. But first of all, I don't think very many people's hair naturally does that. So like, you're just making more work for yourself. And also, like, we've done it before, and then like our parents did it before us. And like, everybody thinks that they're making it cool, and they're not. You're just not. I'm sorry. Uh, counterpoint. We are the last people on the planet you should be taking fashion advice from. <laughs> Caleb, have you seen us? No one should be taking fashion advice from us, ever. That's, that's fair. Unless unless it's advice on how to embrace your gray. And okay, that that's an advice you can give. You are how qualified. To, how to wear nothing but black t-shirts. Yeah. I can I can talk about that all day. Th- those those are your your two skills. Literally, I don't know why I can talk about it all day, but I guess just, you know, I just, I'm, I like the company. Thank you. I miss people. <laughs> uh, no, so this, this song definitely gave me, um, filler acoustic track on the pop punk record vibes. Like they just, you needed a 10th song and someone was like, oh, I've got this. And they're like, yeah, do it. And it's like, yeah, it's okay. It's like maybe if you spent a little bit more time and fleshed it out, it might have been, might have been more interesting. Like it's not bad, but it's not good, sort of thing. I don't know this 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 track just gave me the, the it's that whole like wah girl broke my heart and every all my problems are her fault and I didn't do anything wrong and wah. Yeah. and I just I, I I can't I can't with that stuff. I just can't. Yeah, you you can you can go that direction if you actually have something to say, but this this track kind of feels like it's phoning it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I also had a lot of trouble uh, connecting the the voice. I mean, it's it's uh, until the end of it, it's like kind of really like understated anyway, and it gets a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna use the the gross word. It gets a little bit more emotional, I guess, oh. towards the end. But like, it's really kind of flat early on. But like, connecting the voice to the video, where the lip syncing is even flatter than the the actual vocal performance. And it's just like, can you can you be any more bored with your own song, buddy? Yeah. Like, come on. Uh, so I, you know, it's again, it's not bad. It ain't good. Uh, I I do think it it. It makes sense that it's included on this list, uh, just you know, given the, the the sampling. But I feel like with, with some digging, a, a better uh, a better version of this could have been found. Yeah, and I think I think I see I see potential here. Like I'd like to hear something else. 
by yeah. the kid Laori. I, I would I would like to see is it all like this or is there other stuff? Because I feel like it could be good. Maybe that just wasn't the good one. Yeah. yeah. Who's to Maybe. say? Who's to say? Who's to say? I definitely I I, I want to go and explore some more by these artists and then start seeing what uh, what the various algorithms recommend to me to see uh, if I can expand my own horizons a, a bit more uh, off of this because uh, the. There's definitely at least a couple of these. Like I will, I will go and seek out more Juice World and more Andr for sure. Uh, yeah, those so. two, those two are the good ones for me. I, I haven't really been too into the rest of the stuff, but those, those two, yeah. those two first ones were definitely highlights. Yeah, but hey, but a, there's still one more chance. There's still one more chance before we get to that track. Do we have anything we need to plug? We have a Patreon. Oh yeah, how's that going? It's not great. Not great. <laughs> because we forget to plug it <laughs> yeah we forget to plug it a lot uh no we, we've got a patreon uh we've got some exclusive stuff over there like some behind the scenes content from our live sessions that are really that's really cool um you get early access to stuff which is really cool um and you get to support uh us doing all this cool stuff like these this podcast and the live sessions that we do and we're, we're doing some live shows hey that's a good thing to plug uh, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, which is Friday, November, whatever the Friday is, 12th, Friday, November 12th, the day this comes out, I hope. Well, Saturday, November 13th, uh, which it would be tomorrow, is uh, we are streaming uh, a show at Philomoca here in Philadelphia, which is a very cool independent venue. Uh, Mocha, Caleb, if you don't know, stands for the Mausoleum of Contemporary Art mausoleum of contemporary art. yes okay. because you see it used to be a funeral home <laughs> i like it yeah, it's pretty clever uh very cool venue very cool space um lots of good bands play there and on saturday we've got uh john allison weiss playing nice. with hit like a girl who Hell we yeah. have we have covered uh and riverby our good friends in riverby are opening that show nice uh and we will be streaming the entire thing on our youtube channel yeah. Uh, so and for free, for free, you can just tune in and watch it. You don't even have to pay us for it. But if you wanted to, you go to our Patreon, uh, and you can find links to all of these things at leftofthedial.fm. Your one home for all things left of the dial on the web. Uh, that's where it is, leftofthedial.fm. And we hope to see you in this on the stream, uh, or on the Patreon, or hey, why not both? Why not both? Why not both? Uh, but that's just left the dial. Caleb, is there anything else we need to plug for uh, Night Shift Radio as a whole? Well, we, I, uh, I've been so busy these past couple weeks, I don't even know what's going on anymore. <laughs> uh, we mentioned at the, the, the top of the episode that uh, we just brought on a new team member who is going to be heading up uh, all the, the show, rowing, show running and hosting. I think it should be show rowing. Show rowing, yeah, should be should be rowing the boat. Uh, show rowing and hosting duties for the storyteller series, and that would be uh, Megs, uh, Megany on on Twitch and uh, various other platforms. Uh, so we're super excited to to see the direction that that she takes the show, and uh, she'll be having her first uh, like first uh, episode that uh, she is at the helm of. Uh, keeping the, the ship metaphor going uh, in the month of December. So definitely uh, keep an eye out for that. Um, I will. Of course, uh, our, our, um, our limited series uh, where No Mom Has Gone Before is, uh, is still plugging away. In fact, I, I believe they just dropped uh, episode three, um, being, of course, the, uh, the, the search for Spock. Uh, as they, uh, the hosts, uh, Casey and Colin Ryan, Casey being from uh, uh, over at the Super Pod Hero Cast, and Colin, his brother, uh, 
sit down and talk through all of the Star Trek cinematic releases with their mom who got them into Star Trek. And it's just, it's an adorable show. It's super like high level, like deep nerd shit uh, approach to all of these, but just also very fun and, and family oriented. Uh, so now, if, Caleb, no spoilers. Yeah. Cause I haven't seen any of the Star Trek movies other than the new ones. They do find Spock. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. Do they find Spock? They find Spock. They, they, the Don't rest tell of the me movies, how. Don't tell me where or how. I won't. But the rest of the movies would have been really weird if they hadn't. I'm just going to say that. Or like, what if he was just back? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, like, no one acknowledged that like, hey, Spock's back. It's just like. <laughs> the, the Star Trek 3 ends with them saying, man, I wish we could have found Spock. <laughs> Star Trek 4 <laughs> opens with Spock. Like, <laughs> Star Trek 4. Oh, Spock's here. <laughs> No, not even that. Just like, oh, hey, Spock. <laughs> good to see. Good to see you. I, I, like we do every day here on the spaceship. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've also got some some other uh, really fun, interesting stuff in the works, but we're not quite ready to announce yet. So you know, always uh, you keep an eye out on uh, nightshiftradio.com and of course on the the, the various social media platforms, uh, uh, media NSR, and uh, yeah, I know it's. it's it's a, it's a good exciting time. Good exciting time. We we uh, second edition one is is we are rapidly a, approaching rapidly approaching an end, which is which is sad, but also exciting because Andrea is finally getting to see what what happens. Uh, I was gonna make a joke that tied it to some other. Andrea is gonna find out what happened to Spock on the Lost Island uh, in the the final episodes of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, if, you, if you haven't been following along with that, but you are a Battlestar Galactica fan or just a fan of hearing people experience cool things for the first time, uh, go on back to episode one and, and join us uh, as Andrea experiences that show from, from start to finish for the very first time uh, with, with Kitsy and myself, who were uh, longtime fans, uh, who also managed to forget a lot of what happens. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am amazed at how many things I see on the screen and go, Oh, I forgot that happened. <laughs> uh, in fact, I, I know the basic plot of the next episode that we're going to talk about, and I'm still really excited to, to watch it because I don't remember how we get there. <laughs> well, let me tell you. It happens. It happens. Tune in to second edition one throughout the podcast.com to hear more. Second edition one throughout the podcast.com. A show that exists because I bought that domain. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, we had talked about it, but it actually exists because I bought that. I'm like, well, now we're... Now, now we have to do it. Otherwise, it's a waste of $9 or however much domains cost. I don't even know. 12 I think. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, tying us both back into the, the, the first track and also the, the, the third one in a way. Uh, so Juice World we talked about was a, a young artist who, who died at the age of, of 22. Uh, the 24 Karat Golden song that we heard talking about not wanting to die young uh, and, you know, having, having the time of his life. Uh, we're going to end with a, a track called Sad um, by an artist. Um, and I, I actually don't know how this is pronounced. It's Triple uh, X Temptation or XXX Temptation. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I might even try. I'm lost. Uh, but uh, also a, a, another artist who, who died uh, at the age of, of 20. So another young, uh, young voice gone too soon. Uh, but 
Let's go ahead and listen to the, the tracks then. Oh, I guess that was for us. Well, yeah, it was for us, but that's okay. I don't know what I just watched. I have no idea what that was. <laughs> uh, you were saying earlier about how these are more cinematic than than your traditional music videos. This uh, yeah. was really more of a short film than a music video. Yeah. I think. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I just watched. There was really no dialogue, but a lot of subtitles. Um, yeah. I, it's, uh, it was um, a solid three minutes before the music kicked in. With a bit of a and, jump scare, mind you. <laughs> we both got caught by that. So I, I said, like, you know, how, how many music videos like this are, you know, like, the an actual portrayal of the, um, of, of the the lyrics of the song, or like, how many are just kind of like a, an artistic rendering? Like, someone just wanted to make a film, and like, your music was the perfect background for it. Like, whatever. I don't. I don't know. Um, this felt like kind of a, a little bit of both, uh, and in in that the the subtitles that you talk about, there's a, a lot of like, you know, th this is my you know my creative vision, and you know, you you you've now you know, witnessed a, a part of my creative vision, and thus a part of me, and you know, thank you for being a part of this, and blessings on anyone who came to this with with love in their heart, and anyone with ill intent. Uh, thank you for your energy. It's already been converted to make the world a, a better place. Like, very interesting. Like, it, the visuals of this seem to be um, a, a a man versus himself sort of uh, yeah uh, uh, scenario. Uh, you know, a young man walks into a, a a church where there's a funeral. And the jump scare comes with the uh, the the body in the coffin, like sitting up, and but then they immediately start fighting, and it's this rough and tumble battle that spills out of the church and into an alley, and then like, dude has like telekinetic powers and is flipping the body around, and and then you know apparently ends in I don't know the afterlife, but the the, the subtitles are talking about like you've you've. Like you've you know, battled, done well battling yourself. You've you know, brought your demon out, or like mm -hmm. just just absolutely wild. This the like in some ways kind of reminds me. Like you you mentioned these, it feels like a, a short film. Uh, it reminds me of a short film that I saw the last time I was at the uh, Contemporary Art Museum here, and the the subject matter was something very different, but stylistically, it feels like it was presented in the same way. Um, and if you took out the song and just kept the rest of the, the audio, the like garbled, creepy voices and the sort of stuff, like uh, you could, you could definitely have this as just a standalone film mm -hmm. and it like, it would work. Um, so that video is six minutes long. The, the actual track sad is two minutes, 46 seconds. So, uh, I, I, I want to go and just listen to the song and see if I appreciate it in, in that format. Um, and I say appreciate it, like this was a really, really good song, a really interesting video, but I want to be able to just hear the song without all the other stuff grating on my, my, my psyche. Uh, 
And he, I, I, I wanted to say grating on my nerves, but that, that makes it sound like it annoyed me. When no, it was actually kind of creeping me out and scaring me. It was very and creepy, I wanted yeah. to just listen to the song. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like this, in this context, this the video really overshadowed the song. Yeah. A yeah. lot. Um, and I don't, uh, I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing, but it's definitely a thing. Yeah. Um, uh, and it, it definitely, you know, I, I came here wanting to talk more about the, the songs than about the, the videos, but in, in this case, the video just drew me in so much. I mean, maybe that's, uh, the, the artist, let me see if I can find. If, if that's the intent, then fucking nailed it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I guess the at times just went by X. So if, if the if that was X's intent to have uh, this be one cohesive experience and you know to not separate the the two from each other, then all right, then I guess I got exactly what I was supposed to. Um, but you know, I want to I want to dig, dig in a little bit more. So it's been an interesting journey. Uh, it has uh, like. Five artists that I was not familiar with, and definitely want to get to know more of some of them. Uh, and I, I'm, like I said, I'm going to include the uh, the article in the, in the show notes so other people can experience this as well. Uh, but one really great thing that Cura does is at the bottom uh, links a Spotify playlist for people who want to hear more, not just from these artists, but from others in this uh, subgenre. Uh, a, a playlist that Beyond the Stage has uh, curated. Uh, and I, I took a quick look. It looks like it's really interesting. Uh, it's uh, the p- playlist is titled "I'm Fine," uh, <laughs> which is perfect. Uh, and so uh, I can't wait to check it out. And you know, if if you dig this stuff, yeah, you probably should too, because you, you might find some uh, some morning music to to really dig into and, and enjoy. And that's why we're here. That is why we're here. So thanks for letting me do this, Kitsy. This was fun. Hey, thanks. You know what? This is this is a little out of left field for us, but I, I think it's cool to do that stuff sometimes. It's nice to like, you know, really throw yourself a curveball and check out something that you wouldn't normally check out. And and yeah. uh, and we did that. So, hey. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, that's going to do it for us. We're going to go out on sad and be sad. So this has been left of the dial i've been kitsy caleb has been coy thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next week Try to